Welcome to this episode of Hot and Brothered. My name is Mike Zaldivar. Gabe is actually not here right now, so I'm going to do the intro today. Uh, this is episode 10, where we talk about uh, the All-Star Game, Home Run Derby, and uh, Comic-Con, uh, where I may or may not have had the shits. So uh, you get to learn all about my body and uh, what uh, we thought of Comic-Con and... Uh, some of the trailers that came out of there. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy this episode 10. You can um, reach us at Hot and Brothered at Gmail, Instagram, and Twitter. And I hope you guys enjoy the show. Thanks. The beat of the drums echoes in the pulse beat of the young braves. What's going on out there? How we doing? We are doing fantastic. If by we you mean me, I was I was you're the only one that's probably listening. So uh, how are you doing? I'm good. Okay. I'm Gabe Zaldivar. Uh huh. You already knew that. Yeah. Uh, I'm Mike Zaldivar. We're uh, brothers, and we make up the better uh, portion of Hot and Brothered. Um, uh, the only portion. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> a, a very hot. And very brothered uh, episode coming Yeah, episode 10. We reached 10 episodes. Is it really 10? I thought we were... It just seems a lot no, more. No, no, no. This is episode 10. We're not uh, really a prolific podcast we, duo here. <laughs> <laughs> it has been a while. Um, but we make them count. We did... Well, we did do a Christmas one that we just didn't like. And we just like... Maybe that'll be on like the extras, you know? The extra album. Right. When we get up to 15, guys, in a couple years, yeah, we'll put bonus, that out there. Bonus track. Yeah, for all you fans out there. Uh, so how you doing, man? It's been a while, you know. It's been uh, since yesterday when I last saw you. Yeah. Um, but we we've had a good time. We went to Comic Con last week. We did go to Comic Con. Um, we're gonna talk about that. Blasty blast. We're gonna talk about that a little bit later in the show, which later uh, is replete with a ton of stuff. We saw amazing celebrities. Um, you went poo poo a lot. I did go poo poo. Um, so lot. you were dealing with stomach issues. So that's part of the whole Comic Con thing. And then we have tons of trailers. That's to talk not about. really what happens at Comic Con. No, 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 no. That that's was about you. That, that was your, just my own little. Your vacation. 2015 experience was much different than anyone else's. Yeah, there. but it was it was fun. Uh, so we have a lot to talk about there. But we also have some sports uh, to talk about. We just uh, had the All Star Game. Um, that was fun. You you like the uh, and there's there's a new uh, home run derby format. You uh, like of the all stars. I yeah. do like of the all stars. Um, a new format with the home run thing, and I was hopeful going into it, and it was absolutely amazing. Um, and I think it was it was good for overall baseball. Um, the game was a little clunker, but we'll talk about that. We will talk about that. Let's just uh, hear a little little call from the uh, the winner uh, of the uh, 2015 home run derby. And there we go. Todd Frazier with the dinger. Uh, the uh, he had uh, thirty seconds in his uh, extra bonus thirty seconds. Uh, he 
First one, first pitch. Just blasted right off. Blasted. He blasted all over that crowd. All over and then there was Peterson. fireworks. There was fireworks everywhere. Complete bedlam. Um, it was fun. I really liked the uh, the f- new format. Like, you know, purists will be like, you know, there shouldn't be a clock in baseball. I don't but, think like, there was any purists that... I, mean, I don't think any baseball fan didn't like that. I, I was looking all throughout Twitter, and nobody... Nobody hated on it at all. Everyone, it was just a unif like a universal. Everyone loved the new format. So for for maybe some of the listeners that maybe didn't see the home run derby and maybe next year want to get into it, what was the format? So basically, the the format. Well, before on, this. calm down. Okay, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ! Really into it. I, yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ! All right, you're peaking. When you ask you're me peaking. to launch into something like you're this, peaking. I gotta, okay, 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 okay. Go ahead. All right, so I'm gonna take a yeah. Go take ahead. a minute. Okay, okay so breathe. The previous format uh-huh. was you get like ten outs, so it lent to a lot of these sluggers up there waiting for the perfect pitch, and going up there and taking like fifty swings and hitting out like ten bombs. Yeah. So it was really boring. It was monotonous. It had a lot of take pitches. Exactly. And all that stuff. So they changed it to it was going to be five minutes. You're in a bracket, so it's two people against each other for each bracket. Uh-huh. Eight guys just. Going at it, you know, Mortal Kombat style, one-on-one, and you have five minutes to hit bombs. But in Cincinnati, they had a storm right before, so they had to trim down the time to four minutes, which was very auspicious because I think four minutes four minutes was the money. Yeah, So you had four good. minutes to hit as many bombs as you could. If you hit one over 420 feet, you got an extra 30 seconds, so it was like a little video game power up there. Yeah. So Just it, one extra 30 seconds. It wasn't yeah. for every single No, 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 yeah. yeah. And you had uh, a one 45-second timeout or something like that, but that happens in every home run derby where they take a pause, they you know get the Gatorade yeah. and stuff. And it's kind of long and drawn out, the, the old The format. old school one. But this yeah. one was they were just hacking at anything they could see yeah. as much time. And the thing that was cool is another little caveat to the rules was you had to wait until the ball hit the ground before you could swing again. Yeah. So that added a little bit of drama where you were waiting for the ball to come down and you had people like, uh, I think it was Todd Frazier or something like that, was like, go throw it, throw it. To his, yeah, to and his, his brother was like, no. Kick back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to hear it all over Twitter. if I Dude, it was like a wiffle ball in the backyard home run derby where guys were just like trying to slam as many as they could, yeah. and it was going one-on-one. And there was more, mono. I think there was more home runs this year than It was the record, um, and actually, um, yeah, I don't have the stats on that one. Oh, well, I guess but, we, I hope you have a smartphone and we could just get, get on that. The record for home runs... Um, well, vamp, man. Go ahead, vamp. As I look. <laughs> well, I I just want to say that I I actually really liked it because um, there was a few times actually that it came down to the uh, last seconds. It would be like you know one player had twelve home runs, the other player had twelve home runs, and then um, it'd be like down to the last twenty to fifteen seconds. And uh, there's a few of those where it was like it was like the that game winning three pointer. It was like. You know, everyone's just like waiting for for a home run, and then it would happen, and people would go like just fucking erupt. Um, and well, that's was... the thing too is I never thought in a million years that I would hear a phrase uh, a buzzer beater home run. Right. It just sounds ludicrous, but now it just it just works. Yeah. You understand that it works because you've seen it. It was like two three times where they threw a pitch, they hit it, boom. The buzzer went off and the ball ball sails over the wall, right? And just complete anarchy in the crowds. And that's it's it was fun. Even being a Dodger fan, seeing Jock Peterson do what he did was awesome. Which he he uh, hit more home runs than all the other Dodgers combined. Yeah, it it was a sad showing throughout the years being yeah, a Dodger fan. But like, he totally just fucking erupted. That was a uh, he was a uh, it was good to have our our rookie in there. You know, just hitting dingers. Um, and he actually made it to the final stage. So it was Jock Peterson, the rookie, versus Todd Frazier, the 
hometown hero from uh, Cincinnati, and um, it did go down to the wire, and I think people really liked it. Um, oh, totally. It, I was smiling. I was ear to ear when Todd Frazier hit his home run because it was it was impossible. I wanted Jock Peterson to win, obviously, right. but seeing him tie it at the buzzer and then to go ahead was awesome. Was it a little bit of bullshit, though, that Peterson hit, and then the very next round he had to go first? Oh, see, that's what I love, too, is we have these little debates that can start now where I right. totally think it's bullshit that he had the least amount of rest because you had the hometown hero who was going to go And he last. was tired at the end. He was tired. Oh, totally. You could see he was tired in his uh, he second got to maybe, last one. Maybe two or three more dingers, I think. Yeah. A little bit, but uh, I think overall... I well, to guess. answer your previous question, oh, yeah, um, go ahead, finally. I don't know Jesus. what the previous record was, but in 2014, there were 78 home runs all night. There was 159 Jesus. on Tuesday. Yeah. So and, balls and were Jock, flying. Jock Peterson had like the longest with like 465 or 468 yeah. or something like that. Yeah, and they were, I mean, they were sailing. Which actually brings us to, um, you brought up a good thing, like who would we have in our, you know, home run derby... Fantasy. Well, it started fantasy, fantasy. Yeah, right. It started with a fantasy one. Like, who would you like to see? And you know, you know, obvious. You know, let's put Hank Aaron out there against Babe Ruth or something like that. Right. 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 But right. that we could go on about that. But I really want to know, fantasy, fantasy wise, what's the bracket look like if we're talking about pop culture home run sluggers? So, all right, let's just throw some names out there. So well, we you got, got you got go, Roy Hobbs, obviously. Obviously, he's gonna hit. Actually, prime Roy Hobbs, like. Pre uh, Kim Basinger, Roy Hobbs, he could probably just hit him out all day until he gets tired. Well, the thing I like about Roy Hobbs is he reminds me of an older Jock Peterson. He has that whip to his swing. He does. And he hits he bombs where you're just like, he, and he could go anywhere. Anywhere. Just spray chart. He's yeah. just going right field, left field. He, he, he can get care. a triple. He can get a single. Whatever he wants, this guy gets. Whatever he wants to do, as long as his, you know, his bullet doesn't. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, but then you got uh, you got people like Pedro Serrano. Who uh, can hit bombs all day as long as they're not curveballs? But uh, I would really like to see Pedro Serrano go against Hammer Dubois from Mr. Baseball because it's the same person. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but uh, I think that would be a good. Uh, I both right-handed hitters, right? Both can hammer him out there. Well, you got you got Hammer going up in the Japan League. Well, I feel like Hammer does better with the uh, curveball. Than Serrano, he w but like this is home run derby. No one's throwing curveballs. Exactly. So you just got you just so got I, dingers galore. I so think both I, those guys put up fifteen spots. I th I I would take Pedro Serrano in that. If you look at him just taking batting practice, they're just going out, and it's like, why did anyone pass up on this guy? And then, but I see Hammer being the guy that you just don't expect just to do anything. Quotes, <laughs> and I'm just, just going to go right over my head. Yeah. Um, I feel like Hammer's the kind of guy you wouldn't expect anything from. Right. And then by the end, you're like, oh my god, he's hit twelve, thirteen out. See, I feel like Hammer's more of like uh, hit you like hit gappers. Like he'll he'll get you hits like in clutch situations. Not really a home run hitter. He's he'll hit home runs, but I think he's more of like a contact. You know, he'll drop it in the gaffer. You get a double. You know, move runners. He's like a more like uh, station to station guy than uh, Pedro Serrano, who's just like hitting hitting bombs left and right. Okay, then uh, right from there, let's go into Mister Baseball versus Rookie Phenom Ricky Davis. Okay, this is the end all be all. I think so. Are we final doing, showdown? Are we doing a young uh, Mister Baseball? We're doing a young Ricky Davis, but we're doing a Mister Baseball that's already gotten the tutelage from his Japanese coach. Okay. So he's he's renewed his swing. He's renewed his vigor for life, really. I think maybe you get uh, you know, post tutelage Mr. Baseball, 
versus Ricky Davis in the early rounds, I'd I'd take um what's his name Elliot uh, Jack Elliot Jack Elliot son yes uh, I take Jack Elliot in the early rounds, but if it was later rounds, if it was like the final, like you got rookie phenom Ricky Davis hitting five hundred foot home runs. Uh, he's younger. He's probably going to last longer. I'd take Ricky Davis. And this is the same guy that goes, what, four for five with two home runs? Three for five. <laughs> no, he goes four for five with three home runs and six RBIs. Yeah, that's yeah. a strong outing. That's that's good. That's a good first day. Yeah, but are you going to be impressed with a 500-foot home run? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But who else we got? We got uh, – I'd put Dottie Henson up there against anybody. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, well, so then you got Dottie Henson versus Marla Hooch. I wouldn't necessarily go put her up against Marla Hooch. I think, uh, Marla Hooch I think is, Dottie Henson can hold her own against anybody. Well, yeah, sure. She's but the think, Ronda Rousey of a fictional American League, uh, American baseball teams. Well, I mean, yeah, but I would say you got Marla Hooch, who's like uh, a dynamite power hitter. Switch hitter. Switch hitter. So she's a power hitter. Shit. I think, I think you, got, you got Dottie Henson, who's like a power hitter slash contact hitter. Well, you know what's strong about Marla Hooch? Huh. She starts off right-handed, just starts blasting home runs. Okay. People are like, oh, damn. Then her dad comes out, who's obviously pitching to her. Okay. And he's like, now, Marla, go lefty. Okay. And then everyone's like, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. For some reason, they're doing the home run in a gymnasium. Well, obviously. You yeah, yeah, do it somewhere. So I'd take Marla Hooch there, actually, in a home run derby. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Who else? Who else do you got? Um, I mean, you got uh, peeps from Field of Dreams, Bull Durham, but uh, I, I feel like those aren't. Uh, I, I don't know if they're good enough for the the home run derby, like because um, you could take Cam Porter for uh, from Sandlot. He feel I feel like he could hit him out more than Benny the Jet. No, I think Benny the Jet would would hit more. I feel like Benny the Jet's a good five tool player, where like Cam Porter is the kind to put out a few home runs. So you put you put him fifth in a lineup. I would actually no. I put Benny the Jet at third. I put Ham Porter fifth. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. we agree on that. Okay, cool. Oh, wait, what's our what's our lineup look like fictional wise for the Sandlot? No, for everything. Oh well, we already did this, didn't we? Did we? Yeah, I think so. Well, I think you have Willie Mays Hayes leading off, getting on base first. But I like Benny the Jet then coming off the bench. He's, yeah, he's our Billy Hamilton coming okay. off the bench. Okay. Yeah. Well, he was he was also what like a sub in the uh, at the yeah, end of it. Yeah, so yeah. it was like he was that just was a, kind of a shitty ending. Yeah, it was almost as bad an ending as League of Their Own, but we don't even get all into right. that. Well, yeah. I, I like the ending of League of Their Own. All right, yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, so okay, so then so you have so are we doing are we doing a whole lineup? Well, if you got second, I like I like Marla Hooch, switch hitter coming off at second. Willie Mays Hayes third. I like Roy Hobbs. Wait, Willie Mays Hayes third? No, Willie Mays first, Marla Hooch. Uh-huh. I like yeah. the power and RBI uh, abilities of Roy Hobbs okay. third. I like his back ending up early and often. I think I would have Willie Mays Hayes, then Dottie Henson second. Then I'd put Roy Hobbs third. Then maybe Jack Elliott fourth. Okay, okay. So we're not including Ricky Davis because we're just because I feel like Ricky Davis. See, I'm yep. already. I already feel bad because oh, I want to put Ricky, Ricky Davis over right. Jack Elliott. You could put Rick, Ricky Davis fifth as a power hitter. I don't know if he's contact like uh, Jack Elliott post tutelage. Okay, okay. Um, Dude, you know who we didn't do in the home run derby brackets is Jack Parkman. 
Jack Park. Because I feel like you know what the bracket doesn't have, and it oh. would totally if oh my god, if Alex Rodriguez was in the bracket or just the All Star game, okay. I feel like they missed out on having a villain sure. for the night, which would have been awesome. Um, you need some villains in this bracket, so I think a Jack Parkman would have been good. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Jack Parkman. Uh, depends on who he goes up against, but I can see him holding his own against Serrano or the Hammer. Yeah. Yeah. Not Roy Hobbs. No. 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 Jack Parkman's a big, big bat out there, though. He is. He yeah. is. Um. So then you got Ricky Davis fifth. I don't know who you put six, seven, eight. Uh, it could just be an amalgamation of things. Um. You got so many. You got. Um, we got first base locked and loaded, though. So, uh, who do you put catcher? Who do you put out there in catcher? Well, you already have Dottie Hanson second. Oh yeah, you do. Um, man, you can, can put, have, you can put Tom Berenger at catcher, but just Tom Berenger, <laughs> just actual Tom <laughs> yeah, Berenger, Tom Berenger as okay. he is now. I'm sure he's good. Yeah, 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 I'm sure he's fine. Yeah, they had Johnny Bench out there the All Star game. He should have should have been behind the dish. He was behind the dish. He caught from uh, he caught Koufax. A, yeah, he caught a Koufax pitch. That was a good. Uh, that was, was nice. maybe a good segue. What did you think of the All Star game in general? Um, I liked it. Uh, I'm still not sure about the whole uh, you know, play to win for the World Series. I think it's horrible play to win for the World Series. It's it's such an arbitrary game. Yeah, you could say that the coaches are playing to win and they're they're put, inserting people here and there, but for the most part you're trying to get as many people to play as possible. And right. If you were truly truly trying to win, you would put the best 9 out there every single time. But then what do you what do you say about like getting new viewers and new sponsors to like have it because like when you watch the uh the nba all-star game it's like people are dunking on people they're like doing tricks and shit like it's more i think it's a little more exciting and when people have something to play for like in the all-star game it might be a little more exciting but i don't know what y they would play for if no it's not i think World that Series. the all-star game should they just do away with the fact that it counts and tweak it with a little bit more frivolity like they did the home run derby obviously the home run derby is just a exhibition uh, but they need to turn the All-Star game back into an exhibition. I think that you have a lot of young guys that lend themselves, like Bryce Harper and, and those kind of guys that would play hard no matter what right. or give a little bit of a show out there. Uh, but you could also tweak it with some some things that uh, that you wouldn't never put into a baseball game. You know? Sure. Um, bring out some of the bats. I'm just throwing things out there. Maybe do a pitch clock for just for the All-Star game. Make it wacky. Um, without being too over the top. But it has to be tweaked because even I, a huge baseball fan, was a little bored there right. during the game. And I thought the best moment actually was when Aroldis Chapman came out and it was almost like Randy Johnson versus John Cruck where guys were like, we do not want to get up yeah, against he, Chapman. The guy was topping out like a 102, 103. Yeah. Oh, he threw, he threw an off-speed pitch at like 98 or something like that. Yeah. You know, it took a little off of it a on the slider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, dick. A 98-mile-an-hour <laughs> slider was like, that's Dirty, but guys were top step to see that. Right, right. So that's the kind of stuff you know that's just like you never you never see this during the year. Yeah, let's put more of things you don't see during the year during the All Star game. Otherwise, the ratings are going to continue to suffer. Do you think there's any room for like a skills challenge? Like, say you do like over the line, or you do, or you give them aluminum bats and see how fucking hard. I would say yes. Far they can hit it. Yes, totally. I would say that yes before the new home run derby. Because before that, I was like, the Home Run Derby's tired. We need something else. We see something new and fresh. With the Home Run Derby, dude, that's all That's all we need. That takes over the day before the All-Star Game. And now, with everyone saying how much they love it... So you wouldn't do a skills challenge? No, I wouldn't. Not now. Okay. Not after seeing that, because I think that's all you need. Because now, 
I think huge stars. We already had a really good lineup, right? But I think huge stars saw what they saw from the new uh, the new home run derby, and yeah. they're like, "Damn, I want to be a part of it." Right, right, right. Well, the other thing is I didn't see like the NBA All Star Game or whatever. I didn't see a lot of like celebs there. I know they had like a celebrity softball game or whatever, but I think that just goes to what you were saying um, uh, during the All Star Game is they they kind of need to change their marketing and try and get fresher blood in there and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think they need to do something to tweak it so that they just get more viewers. I don't know what their viewership was, but I think they need uh, a little bit more viewership um, for the All-Star game. Baseball def- definitely needs some sort of infusion of, of energy, whether it's marketing-wise right. or, or something. Um, something needs to be done. Thankfully, they ch- did change something, and, and thankfully it was something that had a positive outcome. Yeah, I think I think that's a... a fir- uh, Step in the right direction. Yeah, because the home run derby was, God, it was, for lack of a better term, it was fucking awesome. It was just, it was so much fun, like from the get go. Right. And we weren't even playing drinking games to it. That would be such that a be sick a drinking game. Yeah. Every time they say "stay within yourself," and you know the other thing too, "stay within yourself" is definitely yeah. a drink. Um, but also because it was so quick paced and the guys just had to keep hitting and home runs were, there was times where Frazier would hit a home run and as it as soon as it hit, boom, there was another ball going out. Yeah. Um. There was no Berman. Berman was there, but he, yeah, there he was did less like a, Berman. Uh, yeah, less Ber- we need less Berman. Yeah, he didn't he couldn't reload, lock and load for yeah, his yeah. back back backs or anything back, like back, that. Back, back. Yeah, I mean, that gets really old. But we barely had him because he just he's you know, he was tired, exhausted and Yeah, sweaty. he was well because he, he had a there. suit on, it was it was hot out there, but he just I think he I think he's a a man that just runs hot. Yeah, yeah, he, he, totally he, he looks like like a man that just runs like very hot. He's the kind of guy you go to grocery store. He's like, honey, I'm going to be in the frozen fruit section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get what you need. <laughs> he looked very uncomfortable in that yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, I'll just sure. say that. But um, yeah, the All-Star game was awesome. Um, you know, it was fun. The uh, the AL won, which sucks. So they're going to get a uh, home field advantage. Um, we had Granky start the game and Dallas Keuchel start the game. From the Houston Astros, Granky gave up a home run to Mike Trout, and which, which doesn't go against his scoreless doesn't innings. get go against his scoreless streak. Um, but Mike Trout, in so doing, now has a cycle for his first first four All Star appearances, which is pretty dope. Yeah. So he has a, a single, double, triple, and now the, a home run. And he won the MVP of the All Star game. Yes, yes. Um, and the Dodgers basically gave up all the runs. Yeah. Which is which is hard to say, but uh, they got their wiggles out. You know, in the second half. That's all I care about. You know what? When the Giants make it to the World Series again, boom! Because we, we know it's going to happen. I'm yeah, just they're sick, just yeah. As a Dodgers feeling. fan, I just know that the Giants are just going to win all the time. So it's just, uh, and I feel like we're becoming like Cubs fans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like, as I say that, I'm like, oh, we can't be insufferable like that. But it feels <laughs> like that, man. Jesus. Yeah. I, and at Granky's his next outing, he'll probably give up a run. It'll 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 end at 37 innings. He's yeah. at thirty five point two right now. Oh, okay. I like that point two. Yeah, but I mean, I don't even know if he knows he's in the middle of a scoreless streak. When you look at his face, you're like, yeah. You don't even know if he knows that he's playing baseball at, at, at certain times. Well, here's the thing. I think um, Kershaw. He's uh, he, he even though he gave up some runs at the All Star game, I think he's he he turned a corner. He's at like a two point maybe 8-5 or something like that, ERA. I yeah, think, I think you're the, right. I think second half of the season, he's going to turn it around. Um, well, his slider's just not sliding, and his curveball's barely curving. Yeah, he's it's uh, a, lot, a lot of his uh, off-speed pitches are And are I think Verducci made a good uh, observation. He has the best K per nine strikeout ratio right now. He's sure. at, what, 160 strikeouts for the season. 
the thing is, is I think Verducci said this, is he's missing in perfect spots for the hitter. Yeah. Whereas most pitchers, ah, you know, I'll, I'll miss on the outside corner or something like that. He's missing right over the plate. Yeah. And that's leading to just – he's still a great pitcher. His oh, numbers yeah. are fantastic. Yeah, he's leading the league in, in Ks. Right, yeah. And K per nine, right, or something like that? Yeah, K per nine, he's leading the Did you already say that? that? Yes, I did. Uh, yeah. I wasn't listening to you. No, I know. I you had that vacant look on your face, so. It's well, fine, man. The way you said it was perfect, so that's great. Well, I, hey, I took a five-hour. I'm up. Okay, good. I'm ready. Okay. I'm vigilant. It is hot, though. It's it's hot here. I feel like Chris Berman. Well, yeah, no, I feel the same way because, yeah, we closed the window. Um, we turned the fan down, and now <laughs> we're just schwitzing in here. Yeah. It's we got a nice Mexican schwitz, schwitz going. Uh, so who do you like in the second half? Um, Sad to say I like the Yankees going forward, and just because I know things are horrible and the world is just a what bad place is. to live in, yeah. is the, I like the Cardinals still to keep doing what they're doing. Okay. They'll go to the World Series against the Giants, I guess. Yeah. No, I mean I have hope for the Dodgers. Uh the Dodgers definitely need a pitcher. I don't I think uh the Dodgers organization is doing a fantastic job of constantly bringing up just the pitcher of the week cameos sure. every single week yeah. and it's working. Uh you can't do that in the playoffs. No. You need guys that are battle tested that can go out there. Consistent. Yeah. That's been that have been in the playoffs and won't, you know. Brett Anderson would be a fantastic 4 or 5 in the playoffs. He's not our 3. Sure. So we definitely need to to pull the trigger and Get a Cole Hamels or Johnny Cueto or something like that. Scott Casimir, dude, I'm down for anybody at this point. Yeah, because yeah. um, we need somebody to fill out that one, two, three. Because that's I think that's a big problem with Kershaw is he's suffering from what a lot of the Giants pitchers do every other year is they get exhausted. And he, the next, last two years he's had heavy innings into the playoffs. Sure. So yeah. that might have something to do with it. Um, I'm sure he would never tell that say that because you know he's just a workhorse out there. Yeah. Um. So I'm. I'm hopeful that the Dodgers – actually, I, I do think they'll win the division. Um, without a, a third pitcher, I don't see them going far in the playoffs at all. Okay, yeah. So I, li I like the same people. I like uh, the Nationals too. I think the Nationals will be there. They're, I think they're running away with it. Um, the Cubs are actually looking uh, a lot better. They're a lot better this year. I don't know. Uh, you think they'll, they'll make the playoffs? 47-40, they're eight games back, which is, you know, solid, and especially with their young – Rizzo, Chris Bryant, they have young guys out there. Right. Um, as long as uh, John Lester isn't hitting, you know, isn't at bat or anything, that they're doing fine. The Cubs are looking strong. I don't think they're going to do anything, uh, make much headway this year sure. into the playoffs or anything like that. But they're a scary team going forward. I think they're they got some good stuff going uh, forward. So, and I'm really interested to see if the Yankees keep it going, um, despite what I thought that their team looked like to start off the year. Um, they just <laughs> they just keep winning, and Abby, uh, you know what? Let's put them back in the playoffs. All right. So we will return back with the second half of Hot and Brothered, where we talk about Comic-Con and... The misadventures of Mikey at Comic-Con. Oh, yeah, those were good. A lot to talk about. A lot more to talk about. Stay with us.
Welcome back to the second half of Hot and Brothered. I'm Michael Zaldivar. And, and I've lost my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it is hot. We are in Venice and it's what, like 75 degrees? Yeah, I but can't deal with it. Yeah, but it's a, it's the humidity, man. That'll kill you. Yeah, and heat rises and we're upstairs right now, so that's... Yeah, so uh, I've lost my shirt and we're going to talk about Comic-Con, which we came back from last week. It was just a week ago, man. That was wild. That we were in the, it, we were in the shit. We were. We were. Um, fun. I had fun, and I also didn't have fun. Yeah, um, just a brief, uh, recap. We got there kind of late on, uh, Thursday night. Yep, stayed at an Airbnb. Boom. Really nice. Then we got, uh, we did a little day drinking. We did. Um, uh, and then we took an Uber, um, had some road sodies. Yeah. And, uh, that's where, that's where your weekend kind of hit a snag. It actually started off on a snag. I would, I would say Thursday... After work, ate something. Didn't really agree with me, you know. Right. Um, but anyway, we had a couple drinks Thursday night once we got there just to, you know, unwind from that long Cheers drive. The Cheers. The celebration of being yeah, there. Yeah. Comic-Con, you have to, yeah. Already getting a little phlegmy right now. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Thursday night. And then um, Friday morning, woke up with just a, just a gut-wrenching stomach bomb going on in my uh, stomach uh, area. And, uh, man, I, I'd i have to say that toilet took an abuse. Yeah, yada, yada, yada. We went through, like, four rolls of toilet Friday, paper. Friday, it weekend. was just ridiculous. I was just like, I couldn't hold anything, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't hold anything. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. But I was like, you know what? I got I to gotta rally. We're going to drink and go to the con. And it's going to be fun. And it was. And I was like, if I just get drunk, I'll just forget everything. I think just to give viewers, uh, to listeners, uh, a sense of where you were at on Saturday you were still trying to rally. I was already at the con at a bar. You showed up in Superman onesie. Yeah. As soon as you showed up, I was like, what's up? And you were like, hey, I got to go back home. Yeah, like, I just came to say hi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, hey, how are you doing? Cool. You look Later. pasty. You look like Mad Max regalia with, like, with the makeup, but you had no makeup on. Yeah. You were white and it pasty. Was, uh, it, was, it was crazy. Um, yeah, so a Friday, I actually, we... I rallied and we we went out to the con. I bought some stuff I probably didn't need to, um, and uh, no one ever needs this. No, stuff, no, no. I bought a couple fun, uh, pop Funko uh, bobbleheads. Um, we both bought the uh, the dark. What's it called? Dark. The uh, the Star Wars. The Star Wars. Uh, it's, it's a canon book. I don't even know what the fucking name is, man. <laughs> I'll so, read it though. I was I'll I read was, it. I was buzzed and we're this all, guy yeah, we're purchased a book and you haven't read a book since what nineteen? I've been reading. I've been getting back into comics. I've been reading the Star Wars comics, which we can just we could talk about on another episode. But, yes, um, we should. Uh yeah, I've been reading comics. I gotta slow. I gotta ease my way into like full. Literature. Yeah, you don't want like really big paragraphs. Or no, no, yeah, no, no. Because no. they I lose need you. Pictures. I need pictures and, and I short, need... quick snippets. Yeah, that's of what's being what, what said. I like about this quickly. I like about the Star Wars comic. It's fucking short and to the point, and I'm like, sweet. I could follow all of this. Okay, this is amazing. Yeah. But yeah, I bought the book with all intentions of just like leaving it by my bedside and just looking at it, knowing I have to read it at some point. Right. Um, but it, it was canon. And I bought some uh, other stuff, and you know, we talked to some people. We 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 gave some cards out for our um, Hot and Brother podcast, and it was all in all fun day. We went to the Conan show, which was amazing. Conan show was off the hook. Best panel you could ever go to. Essentially, yeah. is what it was. So Started with Game uh, Walking, Walking Dead. Dead, yeah, and then Game of Thrones came on um, second, and yeah, well, that kind of rounded out our night. We went out Friday night too, and. 
not much really went down. Yeah, but you almost had to force feed yourself beer yeah. at that yeah, point. Yeah, that was, I felt not good. Which was ominous for the next Which, day. Yeah, second day, I think I uh, had a little bit of stomach problems, but then on top of that, I was hungover, and I was like, I can't go to the con today. I was so upset. Missy and I, my wife and I, we went out early. Um, shout out to Webtoons because we got into their little party and they were giving away free drinks if you like Instagrammed or, yeah. or what have you. So we got free drinks there. Oh, I went there. Yeah, you went there for two seconds and yeah. you're like, uh, it smells yeah. like a bar. I'm taking off. Yeah, I could smell every crevice of every like whatever every bad moment that was there. It was like yeah. a haunted house. You're like yeah. something bad has gone down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had to go home. And uh, that was the best part of the, the whole time is like I just I I went back and I just rested. Um, you regrouped, you rejuvenated. Regrouped. It was like your fortress of solitude. You went yeah, back. Yeah, I was like, I got to go back um, because we did have the entertainment weekly party. We um, made it into the entertainment weekly party, which um, uh, was nice because we know people, and uh, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, that was surreal to have. Like, I've never been around that. Not to not to be an asshole and uh, say like, oh, no, yeah, we lucked out by going in. We weren't invited. Like, we lucked out by going in. Yeah, we in. totally we, lucked yeah, out. Yeah, we, 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 aren't, we aren't people. Yeah, um, if you're listening to this, Mom, it, we just <laughs> lucked out. Um, but being at this party, you you couldn't look left or right without seeing a uh, a Joss Whedon. Yeah, or Joss a Whedon. Mouth, M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong was there. Daniel Radcliffe, Ein Ziering. I almost played ping pong with Daniel Radcliffe. That would have been nuts. You were a little worse for wear there. I was. I was. He's tiny, by the way. He looked like a like a young kid with like a fake beard on. Like, he, he was looked, quite adorable too. Yeah, yeah. He was. Yeah. I wanted to pat him on the head. <laughs> and just be <laughs> you like, you almost did. Yeah. You were at that drink limit in your well, night where we'll post all that bets picture. were off. We'll post that picture that I took with him. I have my arm around him. I don't know if he's cool with that. He's probably not. You got a little touchy, man. You got a little touchy feeling. I was like, hey, what's going on? I pat him on the butt. (laughs) No, I didn't do that. But uh, but, Akio fun, man. Akio fun. Oh, and my girlfriend was giving checks mix out to all the celebs. That was crazy. She was turned up. Um, Yeah, basically we (laughs) felt like we didn't belong, and then we proved that we didn't belong throughout the night. So that's kind of where it went from there. And then the the last memory I had of that night was basically... Um, par- chumming it up with the penguin, but then having pizza and yeah, the then, penguin from Gotham was there. He was he was really really nice. Yeah, and then I I woke up. I had we had pizza, and then I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Robin like, Lord Taylor down. is his name, by right? Way. And um, yeah, we, we all kind of like time traveled. Yeah, after that. Yeah. Um, I just remember getting in the taxi and then um waking up, and I was like, oh shit, we got to like leave. And uh, luckily we got a little extension on our stay. But um, right, right. That that was like I, that was like my stomach's like all right you're done. You're cool done. shit that you saw at the the con. Maybe that's something I should handle. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> you weren't really there for too long. I was not there for too long. Um, some of my favorites is the SAC. It's like a medieval battle they have in the back of the convention center. Yeah. Um, that's always fun to see people Did battle. You see that? It was there again this awesome, time. So definitely awesome. always a good time. Yeah. Um, I stopped by the uh, the uh, um, the Cartoon Network. I'm I'm sorry the um. The carnival that they had. Uh, Adult Swim? Sorry, thank you. Adult Swim. I wanted to see that. That was actually really cool. There was lines aplenty, just like with anything in Comic-Con. Tons of queues. Um, But if you wanted to, it was actually a very cool activation where you could go in there and you had to register, but they were registering people there. Um, But they had free t-shirt giveaways, but it was just like a carnival. They had ski ball. They had uh, throw the ball against a fucking thing. Uh, I think that's (laughs) what they call it. I think they called it that. Is it also so they were calling it that? You you win a 
fucking thing. Well, if you and then eventually you get thing. tickets and then you can redeem those for things. So yeah. that was a really cool um, item. I, I stopped by the Xbox Lounge. Shit, man, I wish I went to Comic-Con. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you missed it quite a bit, man. Yeah. You missed quite a bit. Uh, they had a, a Lego video game thing at the Hard Rock Hotel, which was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and the hall was the hall was a blast as, as always. Artist yeah. Alley to me, I went two years ago. This time it seemed like Artist Alley had more things, or maybe that's just I was in a better mood or something. <laughs> they, there was definitely things there. Yeah, there was what things. You, okay, so what? What? There's more booths with. The, oh, okay. With okay. Artist Alley seemed more complete to me this year. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Maybe yeah. it was just me. I was in a better mood or something yeah. like that. I got a maybe half drunk too. Yeah, possibly. I got a nice uh, Bruce Wayne uh, print. No, uh, it's uh, the retro Batman. It's a retro Batman Adam West, Adam Batman. West Batman. Yeah. 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 And it's sweet. It is pretty sweet. I don't I'm not a big Batman fan, but uh, I'll was, Instagram that shortly little... and put it out there on Hunt and Brothered in as well as my my own Gabe Zell one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah do that. Yeah. But yeah. dude, Comic-Con was awesome. Again, it's it's the one place you can't it's impossible to not have an awesome time. It, even you you were you had well, you had kind of a you were you were you were you, were, you had a food sickness. I had the shits. Okay, let's just break it down. Like we were kind of like touchy, uh, you know. Well, no. Well, you had food <laughs> tiptoeing around that. You had food poisoning as well as you were hungover. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like the worst combination ever. That, I mean, you know, probably I should have just not drank. Well, but, possibly. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, who's gonna do that? Yeah. But. but as far as Comic-Con, there was a ton of shit that happened. Yep. Um, it's kind of crazy. If you don't go to Hall H, you could go around Comic-Con and see a bunch of stuff, but you don't see the trailers that come out Yeah. Um, until you're on the shitter and yeah. watching oh, stuff man. that come I, out I, on your I phone. I was giving Gabe all the, the hot noise. Uh, the Batman versus Superman trailer. Yeah, he kept uh, sending out. me trailers. He's like, "Dude, did you see this? Did you see this?" I'm like, "No, I'm at Comic Con." <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry, I'm I'm experiencing life. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Batman versus Superman trailer came out. That was pretty awesome. Uh, let me just play a little clip here from it. That's how it starts. The fever. As if you haven't seen this already. The rage. You should go see it actually. Good man. Cruel. Boom. That guy. That Jeremy guy. Irons does a horrible Michael Caine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, come on, where's your cockney <laughs> accent? Um, now, what did you think about the Batman versus Superman trailer? I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was good, uh, better than I, I mean. The first one was. I was hope a, that. Bright, I really look sorry, real quick. I hope Ben <laughs> step Affleck. On, step on me. <laughs> I, I hope Ben Affleck has more gears than just pissed off look. Okay, because yeah. he's kind of like uh, dude face in Star Wars, where he's always sweating. For for Ben Affleck in the Batman uh, trailers, all he's doing is he's very pissed off. At all hey, times. what guy who's always sweating? Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Stormtrooper guy. Now I'm blanking on names here. Stormtrooper guy from Star Wars trailer. Oh, uh, John Boyega. Thank you. Sorry, John Boyega. Oh, I thought you were talking about like old Star Wars. I was like, we never <laughs> see a who. I was like, who's always <laughs> sweating? Like, the old like that would be awesome <laughs> if there was just like a stormtrooper that was always sweating. Yeah. Back in the day. I'm like, that was a weird, just you know, <laughs> creative decision just to put in there. <laughs> It's George Lucas. <laughs> they had Chris Berman in there <laughs> in a Stormtrooper <laughs> outfit. It's like, oh, Jesus. Back, 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 back. <laughs> um, yeah, I loved it. I was like, I was on the shitter and I was like, oh, my God. I, I like my girlfriend was like, can you please stop watching that? I swear to God. Um, <laughs> She's like, if I hear a horrible Jeremy Irons and Michael Caine <laughs> yeah. one more time. If I got to hear you shit and play the Batman versus <laughs> Superman trailer again, I'm just going to fucking lose it. Um, but yeah, it was a. Uh, it was awesome. Like the first teaser was a big letdown. Everyone was kind of just like 
meh about the whole situation. And apparently uh, this trailer got a standing ovation at the Warner Brothers panel in Hall H. I could see that. Yeah. Um, because it was so goddamn badass. And they we finally get to see Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, and this is just this is a crazy time to be alive because uh, we're seeing Batman, Whoa, Superman can... and Wonder Woman on, you know, the same screen. Much like when you see the Avengers on the same screen battling. Totally. And and uh, it was kind of crazy when they took pictures of the Batman versus Superman and uh, Suicide Squad cast together. Yeah. You're like, holy shit, that's kind of cool. But you need to pump your brakes a little bit because a trailer right. does not an awesome movie make. No, no, no. And I liked all the Man of Steel trailers. I have I have problems with Suicide Squad a little bit. I have, pro- I, I have problems with just this as well where... Well, let's, I play hope... a, let's play a little of the Suicide Squad trailer. Um, here's let's Amanda Waller. Work, but I finally have him. The worst of the worst. I actually like that logo they did. Yeah. Where? Let's just say I put him in the hole and threw away the hole. There's rumors, Amanda, that some of them have abilities. Oh, yeah. I have seen things. Maybe Superman was some kind of beacon for them to creep back from the shadows. I want to assemble a task force of the most dangerous people on the planet who I think can do some good. They're bad guys. Exactly. And if anything goes wrong, we blame them. We have built-in deniability. Um, I like it. I mean... I think Suicide Squad I'm not as amped up for as Batman versus Superman, just being a Superman fan, obviously. But, um, you know, there's not a lot of, like, dialogue. It's a lot of cool shots. A lot of the dialogue comes from actually Will Smith, um, who we already know what he sounds like and everything. And, uh, I mean, I'm interested to see, you know, what uh, David Ayer does with this, um, the director. Um, well, Margot Robbie doesn't sound like Harley Quinn in the animated series. Obviously, she's gonna t- she has she's her own, do her own thing. thing. She's gonna do her thing. Um, the Joker looks drastically different than we last saw him on film. Obviously, uh, right? They, but they that's you have to go a completely different route. Yeah. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic with what Jared Leto could do with the Joker. Um, my thing that I'm actually looking forward to if they do pull this off. They're doing a really cool thing because I always saw Marvel as the fun-loving, energetic party comic, whereas DC was always the, I won't say more nuanced, but the more bleak or more serious type of comic. Sure. Uh, and it looks like that. It looks like it could be that answer where everyone's like, oh, you got to have the fun that Adventures is doing. DC's never been about that completely, yeah. like, they need on a whole. They need to be them, and I feel like this they are them for these first two trailers. But I'm still I, I just I don't want to get too amped up because uh Well, if you look at uh Green Lantern as like a you know, kind of a, a test here, when you see Green Lantern, um that movie was kind it wasn't as good, obviously, as like a lot of the Marvel movies, but it it had that like feel where it's like s- kind of chipper and um, it's not as bleak and it doesn't have like the new tone that they're going for. Um, so I think that's what Warner Brothers is trying to do is they're trying to just um, not do like 
not have that like optimistic upbeat. You can't replicate, and that's where they failed with Green Lantern. It was it was just too over CGI. It was too, right, right. too jovial. It, it but I think with these two trailers, it looks like they're turning the right corner. Yeah. Um, but we've seen some bad movies from DC before. Sure. So. But it, I, I'm, I'm, the trailer, especially for uh, uh, Dawn of Justice, it looks really good. It yeah, looks, it looks like a good movie. Especially with the little turns and twists and turns where you can kind of see where the plot's going. And, um, where I think maybe there's going to be some good... pulling some strings here and there. Yeah, there's a lot of speculation. I won't get really deep into uh, spoilers here because um, some of these spoilers actually aren't you know founded on any sort of truth. But... Um, you know, just watching the trailer, yeah, like he said, you can kind of see where the story's going, but I like that that the trailer actually brings up a lot of like questions. You're like, why are there soldiers wearing Superman patches? Right. You know? Right, uh-huh. Um where did Lex Luthor get that kryptonite from? Like we never see kryptonite, you know, do does he create it? Did he like find it, you know, from the world engine from Man of Steel? Um, you know, basically why is Batman in the desert? Um, something that's like Thermoscura, which uh, it could be, but you know we don't know why those Superman tra- uh, soldiers are there. Um, and even the Suicide Squad, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of cool footage and everything, but you still don't know what it's about. And I'm actually, you know, excited to see where these uh, movies are going because they they uh, did a lot to to show me like some great footage without like giving me too much well i hope it's not like uh comedy trailers nowadays where they put out the good jokes where this is they just gave us the best action because there's some great action if this is just the tip of the iceberg as far as what the action scenes look like sure just batman kind of uh you know going from one building to the next and uh superman ripping off the uh the batmobile and then looking face to face yeah just all these different things if that's just a a, like a modicum of what we're gonna see that's Epic. That's awesome. Um, but I just hope those aren't all the cool shots. Yeah. I mean, I don't think so. And I think they're, we're going to see a lot of action, and they're just going to, you know, they have to. They're, they're going for broke on this Batman versus Superman um, movie. And uh, what's what's interesting, too, is I think we're going to see maybe a couple fights possibly between Superman and Batman because the one that you're talking about where he goes from building to building, he's not wearing the, he's right, exactly. he's not wearing the armor. And then there's another one where he is that. wearing the armor. Uh, so, like, who's shooting at Batman? I don't think Superman would shoot at Batman unless he thinks that he's a vigilante or, like... It's all speculation at this point. He wouldn't kill... He would kill him, though. Like, I don't... I don't know. You know, there's a lot of questions. A lot <laughs> Do of we questions. really want to get into this? No, no, we, no, no. We get into it at nauseum every single time, but we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. The thing I do like... Another... Is if, if they do knock it out of the park, even if they just do it well, and it's like, okay, those are pretty good. It's it's the equivalent to the third Christopher Nolan Batman movie. Sure. Where you're like, oh, good movie. Not amazing like uh, Dark Knight. Then DC definitely has themselves uh, a good avenue to go to because this is going to start everything. And then that gives me more hope to Suicide Squad. Yeah. And I am willing to say that they do the right thing with Joker because besides Batman and Superman, Joker is has to be the best villain out there because they have yet to find a good Lex Luthor. Yeah. So you have to get a good Joker first. And someone's some speculate that um in Suicide Squad, the whole Suicide Squad, their whole task is to get the Joker. Like he's not right. part of like cuz when you see like big uh when you see like, 
you know, all the Suicide Squad walking in front of the camera or whatever, all cool-like and stuff. Uh, there's no Joker there. And I believe in the comic, uh, Joker is in the Suicide Squad, at least in some iterations. But um, he's not there in the movie, so maybe that's what the Suicide Squad's task is, is to find the Joker. It's possible. It's possible. Um, so, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's uh, it's It's a good time to be alive. Oh, definitely. And then you have Deadpool. Finally, you know, not that shitty other Ryan Reynolds iteration of him. Yeah. It's the actual Deadpool. And the trailer from what – it was a leaked trailer. We are not going to get it for a couple of weeks to see it actually yeah. full-blown on the internet. Um, but that's the other trailer I was I was thoroughly stoked about. Yeah. He was hilarious. It was action-packed. It was just like Deadpool. Yeah. It was a great trailer. And that's and we saw like it was a leaked footage one and I still was able to I think they're gonna break the fourth wall a lot, which they do on the pages um, right. of the Deadpool comic. And um the he even like makes a joke about Green Lantern about having not a green suit right. and having not be animated or whatever. So um yeah, I mean that was cool. And then uh some other cool things was just the uh the Star Wars. Um it was it wasn't it was like behind the scenes footage that we saw and it it was all kind of like it it kind of like reached my uh, nostalgia, you know, which inner even core, that, which was awesome. That was smart for them to put the behind the scenes thing because they didn't really show anything. It was all behind the scenes footage, but just seeing how they're going about making the movie in that two minute, three minute video or whatever as it was. You I was excited, excited about that. As yeah. If you weren't already excited, you're like shit. This That's is the first going... behind the scenes video where I was like, This is gonna be an amazing movie. Yeah. And I'm not even gonna knock on wood because it's just it, it just is. Yeah, I think it's gonna be fucking awesome um but yeah that was uh that was kind of comic-con in a nutshell uh, i kind of missed all of saturday uh <laughs> you wanted missed, to go back sunday i missed uh sunday too but um friday was awesome saw a lot of cool costume costumes um and yeah i don't know i i think we want to go back next year yeah we'll go back next year this time uh don't need anything bad <laughs> That's it, guys. That's all we wrote for episode 10. Um, I had fun just kind of going over everything that uh, that happened that it was last cathartic. week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, come back for episode 11 whenever that drops. That'll be another six months or so. <laughs> <laughs> all right. For Gabe, I'm Mike. Thank you for listening to Hot Brother. Elevate organically. Life begins when the record spins and ends. Blended.